0: And welcome to the Miko Bits show. And I'm your host, Miko Bits. Today, I have an exciting show for you. I have Alex Mashinsky, the CEO of Celsius Network. Uh, I also have Newt Goldstein, who is CTO of Celsius Network. So I've got a double header for you today. It's quite a great surprise for us. So before we get into it, uh, this is an opinion show, information and entertainment, it is not intended to be investment advice, so don't take any investment advice from us, seek a duly licensed professional for that. Before we start, if you're interested in Bitcoin and blockchain, please consider clicking that subscribe button and also click the bell so you can get notifications about future videos that I might post. Thank you. Okay, without further ado, uh, Nuke and Alex. Okay, great to have you both here. Hey, Miko. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. So uh, I guess the first thing I'd love to have you do is, uh, you know, just to give uh, the audience uh, just a quick introduction to uh, Celsius. So, you know, tell us about uh, Celsius. Sure. Uh...
1: So Celsius Network is a membership organization. We have about 150,000 uh, users worldwide who mostly use us to earn interest on their uh, 30-something coins. And uh, we've uh, invented this category. Right before Celsius, there was no place where you could just easily go deposit what you own and earn yield without doing anything. And uh, since then. Uh, and You have uh, DeFi, and now you have uh, all kind of competitors that are trying to copy Celsius. But we're still uh, number one with uh, over a billion in uh, uh, customer coins and tokens from all over the world. And uh, you can also take a loan with Celsius. So if you need uh, some cash or you need some stable coins, you can basically borrow these assets against the, the portfolio that you have and. Uh, we only charge one percent uh, interest per year for uh, for some of our loans. So wow. you're not gonna find anything uh, like that with any bank or any financial institution. Yeah,
0: that's unbelievable. That is kind of a, a that's absolutely uh, innovative. Uh, I understand that uh, actually, Square's Cash App is now actually exploring the idea of providing, I think, consumer. Loans, you know, so I think that they're really kind of getting the swing of things, but it sounds like you got the jump on them and it sounds like you've got like ridiculously competitive uh, rates so that that's congratulations. That's an amazing uh, product. Uh,
1: yeah, we, we, we got we definitely got uh, You know, like Coinbase now is getting to loan business. We got Binance to pay interest. We got Coinbase to pay a little bit of interest. But uh, none of them offer you the high rates that we offer and none of them charge you the low rates that Celsius uh, charges. So so if you have uh, the problem people have today is that they, they're they sitting, they're huddling their Bitcoin, but at the same time, they're paying 24% on their credit card. And they can't really uh, borrow against the assets, even though it appreciated a lot, without paying taxes. And Celsius solves the problem, allows you to take some cash off the table without selling the Bitcoin, pay down your credit card bills or other bills you have, and still uh, have all the upside that is tied to Bitcoin going higher.
0: So Did you it's... One? not yet. Oh. Okay, uh, I think we're about to get a scoop. So uh, Nuke, what, what what was the topic?
2: Um. So okay, I'll take I'll take your time. To so yeah, we are profitable. Um, so, you know, we are not just uh, giving away money. That's wonderful. It's, it's a profitable business model. It's a sustainable business model. So, uh, I think we're seeing some um, other competing solutions out there, and some of them are not sustainable. It's, you know, DeFi is like today uh, you make a bundle, tomorrow you get wrecked. And uh, that's not our model. Our model is a to do good and to do well and then to do it over time uh, in a sustainable
1: way without without airdropping uh, tokens hoping uh, you know all that all that works as long as new money new fiat is coming in right Or new stable coins keep pouring into the project but the minute that uh, maxes out it starts reversing itself people start realizing that they're losing money that I'm making money so so just uh, you don't want to be caught uh, when, uh, without a chair when the music stops. At Celsius, all of our income, almost all of our income comes from institutional uh, interest income, uh, uh, which is a much more sustainable business model than uh, kind of uh, farming or all these uh, crazy uh, spaghetti and banana and I don't know. What oh, one. yeah, <laughs> she, absolutely. <that> token. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's you know, let's get into let's get into that. Let's talk DeFi stuff, right? Because uh, I the, today I just said uh, bananas. It's bananas, right? And the, and the person I was talking to was like, "Oh, I, I haven't heard of that. Can I can I farm bananas now? You know?" But <laughs> you know, so but you can farm spaghetti. Yeah. You we're, can... We're like Nook.
1: Yeah, like Nook said, we are defying the odds. Uh, no pun intended here, Oh pun intended. We're defying the odds and generating profit by actually creating a a real economic activity and delivering 80% of that back to our user base, right? And and still, there there isn't a single DeFi project, there isn't a single CFi project that has managed to do that. Because when you go on Compound, for example, and you look at the rate that you borrow and you compare that to the rate you're getting paid, uh, the gap is uh, not 80%. It's usually you're getting half or less of what it costs you to borrow the same coin. So hence, that they're effectively paying you know, only half of the interest. And, and the main reason for that is that they, have, uh, they don't have enough borrowers compared to lenders, right? They have too many lenders, not enough borrowers. So whatever they're earning has to be divided between all of their lenders. And that's why it's only 20 or 30 or 40%. Sometimes it's only 10%. Sometimes you'll see 0.1% uh, income if you give them ETH, uh, but to borrow it, uh, it costs you $10, 10% you know something like that. So at Celsius, everybody earns the same, and and uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you have one dollar or a million dollars. And uh, um, you know our deployment, we deploy on many many different platforms, not just uh, uh, you know. Institutions. We also deploy on exchanges. We also utilize DeFi when it makes sense. So we farming on your behalf when it makes sense and it's safe. But uh, we are uh, responsible farmers, sustainable farmers. We're sustainable not,
0: uh, farming. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's a sustainable agriculture. That's a new business line. Yeah. That's great. Uh, tell tell me. So tell me a, a bit about. Kind of the more specifics because i know that i think you had a debate with uh rune uh from maker about uh d5 versus c5 so I'd, I'd love to get the kind of like the quick take like you know how, how do you see this shaking out you know what's your what's your hot take on that
1: sure uh, so the by the way the full debate is available on uh, youtube you just go to the celsius network channel it's, a, it's an hour long debate uh, the funny thing is that uh uh, Rune and I basically agree almost on everything in that debate. So it's not really a debate. We we both, uh, I think MakerDAO is an exceptional project. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, they, they should probably earn the Nobel Prize for economics for inventing this idea of a stable coin that is synthetic, but it's based on an actual supply uh, and not based on the fiat or central banks or anything like that. So, so we both believe that. Uh, The solution is not pure DeFi, Uh, the the solution is uh, a a semi-SeFi DeFi combinations where we're building bridges towards uh, traditional finance and we're allowing trillions of dollars to come from there into crypto. Today, uh, most of the DeFi projects are just, again, like a grinder that's just, it's like a food grinder that just grinds the same stuff again and again and again, hence farming and uh, then you get a milkshake and you just drink the milkshake and you feel great, but it's not sustainable and it's not really bringing anything from the outside and it's not generating economic activity, so. And I think also DeFi is on board
2: time. I mean it's current state uh, where they, there is no real counterparty uh, verification, uh, obviously. The or KYC. Or KYC AML, and yeah. all of that, possible to do, um, the institutions stay outside, and the regulators—it's just too small for them. So if they grow too big in this current state, somebody is going to notice. And if, uh, if and without the institutions, they can't even do it. So there, there is a basic problem in DeFi, and we like DeFi, and we're very much about decentralization, and we like decentralization. But uh, they have some problems that they need to solve, and uh, you know.
0: Actually, my team is trying to help them solve it. We're not anti-DeFi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 bouncing all the way back, you know, like we definitely have some relative beginners uh, on 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 my show, uh, audience members, and uh, you know, so to me, uh, what I want to do uh, first of all, uh, before I say this, is I do want to let I want to disclose that you know i I'm, I'm an advisor, but uh, besides that, I would also like to say that I recommend Celsius all the time to new people, right? And and one of the things that I think is very important to kind of understand is uh, you know, how does the model work with respect to kind of a, uh, you know, like the trust model, right? Because obviously new users, you know, are depositing, you know, with you. So like, you know, like how 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 does that how does that work? Like, you know, both technically as well as, you know, how, how do you see uh, you know, that how do you see that uh scaling? Sure.
1: Sure. So, so, two things. First, uh, again, we, we, like Luke said, we, we like DeFi. I mean, like Maker, I think Compound is a great project. They just need a better uh, economic uh, business model, right? Yeah. Which is, uh, should be sustainable and create economic activity. But, but the, the uh, and, and experimentation is very good. So, all of this experimentation that's going on with DeFi today will yield some great uh, new uh, protocols like yams or, or yams yeah, oh, yeah. It depends what uh, yum yum if you're hungry for yum yum <laughs> you know uh, so but but uh, if you are if you're a beginner if you're not an expert
0: yeah uh,
1: and you don't know how to hop between 15 different protocols and yep. and how to do flash loans and and how not to get caught in any of these smart contracts or get uh, busted owning a token that is worthless. Uh, uh, it's much safer to just cre- create an account with somebody like Celsius and let us do all that for you. Yes, we keep 20% of the upside, but because we combine DeFi and exchanges and institutions, the blended rate that Celsius gives you is actually higher than what you would get if you just did DeFi all day long, right? So because you sometimes DeFi doesn't earn anything. Go and compound right now. It's low single digits across the board, right? So so Celsius pays you 8.6% on your stable coins. How are you going to beat that? So so my point is just that, that uh, we have a team of almost 100 people now that are doing this all day long, seven days a week, right? Amazing. Taking care of security, taking care of... Of uh, making sure you don't. We did farming, but we did farming when comp was four hundred dollars. that's when it's forty dollars, right? So, so entering, the, uh, getting in at the right time, getting out at the right time, not touching projects that are too risky, like Nuku was mentioning, or projects that we see their holes and we say, hey, we don't just say, hey, we're not going to touch your project. We also say, here's one or two holes, go fix it, right? So, so, um, so I think. The, the the risk has to do with how well uh, you are as a, as a participant in the community, how well you feel about your ability to manage all of this or manage risk as well. The beauty with Celsius is that you don't need to press the button. It's not like you have to log into the app every day and press a button, otherwise you don't earn interest. That's a I like finance.
0: Like I like to do it so I can see how much I'm getting, though. Like, I, I, I like to I visit. <laughs> I like to keep looking.
2: I think Google calls it the toothbrush test. If you open that up twice a day, you're good. Yes. Um, Look, you know, let let me say it differently. If you're an expert and you know how to build, you know, a 10-second block, flash fund, a flash loan, you know, 10 steps and you'll get uh, rewards on the other side, I I would say do it, you know, if that's your thing. But 99.99% of the people, you know, will not know what to do and how to do it. Uh, Profitably, profit. because just your yes. gas fees are gonna eat up half <laughs> yeah. of your profit, right? there. Yes. You yeah. don't know how to calculate. Yes, yes. So if you're a super duper expert, you know you probably can make a little bit more. Most people will stick, you know, the same reason uh, they use, uh, you know, convenience uh, over uh, work. Uh, that that's where we come. And uh, as as Alex said, eighty percent of our revenue, not profit, uh, we. We give back to our customers. Uh, unlike the bank, our customers are the, the guys who huddle who with
1: us and not, uh, and not they are our the shareholders. You know? Yeah, they're the beneficiaries. Yeah. And, and uh, look, we, we publish our rates uh, every week. We publish how much we make every week. And it's all public information. If you don't trust us, there's a website called Celsius.com that yeah. uh, also tracks our numbers. And you can go and see how much we paid week by week for the last two years. And compare that to any well, DeFi didn't exist in the last two years. But but you take the you can take the last six months since uh, Comp 2.0 uh, came to be and compare that to Celsius, and you'll see that we beat them. How much we paid to the community was higher than what Comp paid every week uh, since they launched the new version. Uh, so so again, I'm not I'm not bragging about it. What, actually, what we're saying is is that. DeFi projects should deliver more than Celsius because, in theory, a, de- a fully decentralized project that is does not have any anyone taking 20% like we do should deliver more than Celsius. But the problem is is that the smart contracts cannot do even half of the things that we do. So what you end up having is that uh, you you have some performance on when things spike. Uh, but when the markets are uh, idle or when the markets are going through liquidations, uh, uh, smart contracts don't perform very well. And, and let me address the issue of trust that yeah. you
2: mentioned, uh, yeah. Nico. Uh, sure. Trust, as I say to my team, is our biggest currency. You know, Out of all our assets, that's that's the biggest asset. And uh, we kind of worked our way backwards. When, when Alex and uh, Daniel and I started, uh, we actually created a protocol that very much resembles what Hong Kong is today. Not, not a lot of people in the company even know that or remember. Uh, and we decided to work our way backwards, you know, start from uh, we know that it's safe and secure and we can... A uh, uh, more centralized version. More centralized, support all the coins that we want to support and build our way to decentralization. And one of the features that we're going to release very, very soon, it's being tested now, is actually we're putting a lot of our uh, activity on the blockchain and you will be able, when you get every Monday, you get uh, your rewards uh, note, you'll have a link that you could go into the blockchain and verify and it's it's highly uh, uh, encrypted, not encrypted, but cryptography sealed uh, so it's not, uh, there's no issue of privacy or something. It's individualized. More, uh, yeah. Individualized and uh, it's private And but you can see on the blockchain your transactions. That's so it's exciting. a very, very cool feature. It came out, came out from a hackathon we did internally. We have a few a couple of months
1: hackathon.
0: Fantastic. And
1: this, this came out from a hackathon and it's amazing. It's, uh, it's very exciting. So that, that is a, uh, not just a step towards decentralization. It's a step uh, that kind of we think sets a standard for all financial institutions about disclosure because it's not just about, okay, uh, prove to me that I earned this and that you actually earned it for me and you're storing it and you actually have those coins, but it also shows you how much are your earnings versus the other people in the pool. So if you're in the BTC pool and you're 1% of the BTC pool, you want validation that you're actually getting 1% of the earnings. And then here with effectively, we call it 100% proof instead of zero proof, but we're using effectively zero proof protocols to validate that not just what you got, what you were supposed to, but also that all the other people didn't get more than what they were supposed to, right? That's so, great. So it great. It, it, and, and if everybody goes thumb, thumbs up, validating what they got, it's a, the community now has a proof, what we call proof of community, to validate that yes, this is not a scam, it's not a Ponzi scheme, it is doing the pro- the project, the protocol is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing
0: yeah. that's fantastic, you know, so I, that that's another layer of transparency and I think that'll help uh, the community so one of the big topics that I wanted to get uh, your opinion on is this whole like Bitcoin versus Ethereum thing, it feels like that's, that's all the rage on Twitter, so you know I'd love to get your feeling
1: well, look, I, I think the crypto community uh, stole a move from the Kardashians. When, when your ratings are going down and you have nothing else to talk about, you come up with something that makes no sense whatsoever, but everybody starts I like talking.
0: that. The Kardashians. That's good.
1: <laughs> Listen, but, you know, for techies like us, the three of us know that obviously just like you can Verify how many bitcoins are created or are are in circulation at any any second. You can do the same thing for Ethereum, but because Ethereum does not have this feature natively built into their blockchain, uh, the Bitcoiners uh, try to kind of create this cloud of uncertainty and and make people think that somehow Ethereum is is less. Superior than Bitcoin is. So, what, what do you think?
0: I like yeah, this.
1: I'm with Alex. This this is nonsense. You know. And by the way, if I
2: wasn't the there, I don't want to get, take sides. But the Ethereum <coughs> guys can definitely tell the Bitcoin guys, hey, go to the financial instrument, see how many real Bitcoins are there versus how many virtual Bitcoins. So, so, exactly. so, so you're
0: saying, so you're saying that the uh that the Ethereum guys are like Kanye running for president? Is that what you're? Telling me.
1: Well I know Luke is right because when when you look at Bitmax or you look at some of these other uh, offshore exchanges that give you hundred to one leverage, uh, those are all synthetic bitcoins. So when you count the bitcoins are you supposed are you supposed to count the synthetics or not? Because yes, the total maximum is I don't know, twenty one million something, but uh, and what was what were we at 17.8 million or something? Where, where are we on 18, I think, something like that. close to 18. There's probably 20 million more Bitcoins just on, on, on uh, BitMEX, right? Sure, because you give them one Bitcoin and give you 100 Bitcoins to trade with, so those Bitcoins don't exist, they're synthetic. So, so people don't understand that, that here the tail is wagging the dog, and when BitMEX. Moves uh, hundreds of dollars uh, a Bitcoin that it affects the real markets and the real price of real Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But, so- but 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 uh, but I have a I have a, a point here, and and I can get why the Bitcoiners are mad, right? And and it works like this. It works like this, right? Which is, uh, there's days when Bitcoin and Ether go up, right? And there's days when Bitcoin and Ether goes down, right? Nobody has a problem with that. The problem arises. When you see Ether going up and you see Bitcoin going down, like that's that's when the Bitcoiners are getting mad. Right. And and one of the reasons why you see days like that is for sure there are people who are actually selling Bitcoins in order to get Ether.
1: Yeah, but I I don't think it's a zero sum game. I think uh, um,
0: it is on some days.
1: I know, but but look, Bitcoin is still the entry point for a lot of fiat and they might be selling because they just bought some with their dollars or with something else right so it's not always that they are leaving yes bitcoin dominance is going down yes and, uh, which which may indicate that uh, some bitcoiners are going in or buying more eth but uh, if if people are coming from fiat to eth bitcoin dominance will go down as well right because it's 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 not just about the transactions between those two points. But I think so. I think yeah. that, go ahead. Yeah, my point. My point is that you know, ETH was at eighty dollars and it's now at over four hundred, right? And the main reason for that move has to do with DeFi and the hopes that people have that uh, here is uh, Bitcoin got a new life and it's not just all about uh, Tether and about a few other small applications, right? That it's actually going to get, and that's why the fees are so high, right? Because all of this volume, new volume of smart contracts talking to each other and people farming and, and uh, doing all that stuff is what's causing, it's like CryptoKitties version 2.0. You know, that's what we are. Basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, but but let me, let me tell you a story about why the Bitcoiner's mad, right? Is the Bitcoiner introduces his buddy to Bitcoin. He's like, you got to buy this stuff. It's digital gold. It's sound money. I can tell you all about it. Read this book. It's by Mises. It's an Austrian economist. You're gonna love it. It's totally amazing. And Keynesians are dead. And it's all about this new censorship-resistant uh, liberty money, right? So, so buy some of it, right? And then, so then the guy gets some Bitcoin, right? He goes into another room, right? Uh, like a couple days later, the guy comes back out of the room, and his hair is all like sticking up. You know, like Alt Schuler, like his hair is like a light socket, right? And he's all kind of (laughs) black, and he got, he's got like smoke on his face, and and he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm farming. Spaghetti and I'm farming pasta and, and, you know and I'm, and I'm playing with the yes. bass you know and I, and I'm getting yams you know and and the big cutter's like what, what the hell like you know I, I taught you this thing and now look at what you look at what happened to you right so I, th- I think that's the that's the mood right which is like what, what, what why did you go over there why did you do those crazy things like I didn't tell you to do that but, but Nico on the other
2: hand when you look at the Bloomberg and you see seventeen 80 year old businessmen, all of the sudden talking about Bitcoin, they're not talking Ethereum. So
0: yeah. my point yeah. is, I think
2: every, first of all, I don't know what those caps, they're like, not even competitors. It's completely two different uh, use cases. Right. Bitcoin yeah. is a you know, digital gold. Yeah. Actually, Bitcoin is like cementing itself now as an as asset that is as completely with gold, you know, yes. and that yes. is talking about Bitcoin and and, and it's, like, cool. it's cool, it's cool to be cool. talking
1: about Bitcoin, yeah. where before it was heresy, but now suddenly, like Luke said, every, everyone who's 70 or older who wants to be relevant, yeah. who has an X in front of whatever the title he used to have before, yeah. right? Yeah. He's coming back and saying, oh... You know, I'm still cool. Look at me. It's like, it's like the internet. Right? The internet where the kids show the, show <laughs> the adults what they do. Yeah, it's Bitcoin.com you
0: know, now. I love, yeah. I love what you're saying. And I love what you're saying because what you're saying and what you're telling me is more about the real absolute numbers, right? Because the number of kids that are right now, like, you know, uh, doing this Tower of Babel coin or like, you know, some kind of crazy degen coin it's like it's like a couple thousand people at tops right you know some of them might be ethereum whales but i think what you're talking about is like bitcoin where there's like there's untold there's millions of people talking about bitcoin you know for for sure if there I'm are talking
2: about bitcoin replacing gold that's what 16 trillion
1: Dollars, uh, yeah, almost 20 trillion. Yeah.
0: Almost 20
1: Absolutely, no, no, uh, yeah, 12 trillion. Well, three,
0: but that feels yeah. a lot better. That feels two a lot three, better. Sir. That feels reassuring. What
1: is a few trillion here and there?
0: That feels, so, so it's, uh, it's not gonna, so it's not all going to yam farming then. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I think there's two. Like Nuk said, I agree with him 100%. There's two phenomena. One is. Bitcoin versus gold or versus stock market. Yeah. And the second one is the fact that most of us are sitting at home. There's no new movies being released. You can't really, uh, uh, you know, you watched all the shows already on Netflix. So what are you going to do? Well, it's about 50-50. 50% of the people, of well, the kids are going to go to Robinhood and trade something they don't know anything about. Like uh, Hertz or some other oh, bankrupt yeah, company. yeah,
0: bankrupt companies or, are awesome.
1: Right. So. So Robinhood now has more trading volume than uh, Charles Schwab or Etrade. That's amazing. Okay? Just from this day trading. So the same thing is happening with Yum Yum, right? I mean mm-hmm. you you either go to Robinhood or you go to Yum Yum, right? So DeFi is just like if you're a geek and you don't want to do what all your friends are doing, you're going to go and do some it's DeFi. Crypto Robinhood. Right. Exactly. So it's Crypto Robinhood. And, and uh, so I don't, I'm not sure that the people that DeFi is attracting are any of them are coming from the, the Bitcoin uh, uh, camp. Different worlds. Because when you talk to Bitcoiners, they're they're all in and they're uh, maximalist and they're, uh, they're they don't betray their community. They like we I can tell you we do not see withdrawals. We do not see people converting. What we're seeing is anytime it goes down, our community buys more.
0: Oh, now it's back. The screen yeah, got. My, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know what's my happening. My kids are
1: are are hugging. I have too many kids here who are uh, uh, competing side. competing with me on on, on, the, on the on internet access.
0: They're they're probably uh, uh, farming yams.
1: <laughs> or bananas. Yeah. Fishing for shrimp.
0: Yeah, I like. No, that. look,
1: look. This is definitely. Miko, uh, this is definitely toppy. It feels like 99. feels like the dot-com bubble. Uh, you know, uh, when people do crazy things like this, you know that money is just too easy. And people are just, they, they, they don't care. They don't try anything, right? Because uh, even if they succeed uh, two out of ten times, they're still going to make enough money, right? But, but uh, the music is going to stop. Uh, and it's gonna stop because uh, all, all of this, all these dollars—the origin of all of this stuff—is not real. These are not real dollars. These are dollars that the government gave all of us um, during Corona, and we're all throwing it around, thinking we know what we're doing. So uh, when when the music stops, you're gonna be think back, look back, and say, "Gosh, what was I thinking?" Trying to get more shrimp or
0: getting more, uh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Well, good. Uh, you know, it, it feels like, uh, network is slowed down. So, you know, think things are a little janky and the connection. So, uh, you know, why, why don't we, uh, we, we, we call it a day here. Yeah, while things are going well, absolutely, absolutely. All right. But it's been it's been spectacular as always. Uh, it's great to see. You. It's nice to have a doubleheader too. It's great to see you, Nuke, and uh, you know it's great to have you on the show.
1: Thanks for having us, and uh, you're always a great friend to Celsius and the and the, and the crypto community. So
0: thank you. Keep so doing much. what you're doing. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. Michael. Okay. Bye. Take care.